Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. I read this quote from the Bible the other day and it got my attention. It's 1 John 3 verse 20. This is the Passion Translation version. Whenever our hearts make us feel guilty and remind us of our failures, we know that God is much greater and more merciful than our conscience, and He knows everything there is to know about us. How often is it that our hearts keep on bringing us back to our failures? How often we feel shame or guilt over what's happened in the past, or even fear going forward that we're likely to fail because it's kind of our MO, and along with that comes that thought, It's probably what we deserve anyway. Now, surely we can go the other way and blame failures in our lives or lack of success on others, but that doesn't really help us find strength in ourselves if we're believing we're victims. What can help us is to really hear and heed that verse, is to note that when our personal egos want to keep on dredging up and hashing over our failures, in detail, maybe or maybe just toting up the numbers of false starts or mistakes, and it wants to bring up these feelings of guilt over the whys and wherefores of it all, we can call a halt to that. We can remember God. We can remember that, well, we think we're looking out for ourselves and that we know what's true about us and our pitiful lives and characters and nature. No one is more on our side and more aware of who we really are and what we deserve than God. And he, as the quote says, is much greater as well as much more merciful than we ever could be. In spite of our own sense of foibles and ignorance and fears and errors, he continues to love us. Our conscience may trouble us, but God is here to cleanse us. God knows us, and that doesn't mean he's watching us to blame and nitpick and punish. It means he knows who we truly are and what we can be, too, if we're willing to receive his mercy, his gently powerful absolution, cleansing us of that belief that we're tarnished and damaged and broken, worn down by life, and that this somehow makes us less than others and less than we would have ourselves be. God's merciful love is not about loving us and then letting us drag along those regrets and that guilt with us. God's merciful love is here to remind us of what God sees, what he sees of us, and to clear out that fog that's clouding up our good life, a good perception of ourselves and keeping us from moving forward with that full measure of joy and expectation and grace that really is absolutely ours. God's mercy cleans off what human experience may seem to have thrown at us and shows us our true innocence in this moment. Now, it doesn't remake us, but just lets us see what God sees, not the unlovable failure that we've built up in our imagination, but that beautiful child of his own creation that he made and never stopped approving of and loving completely. And remember this, that verse may ring true with you, but it is universal. The reason John shared this is because it comes to us all as humans. This sweet promise is a truth meant to set us all free if we're willing to agree to receive it Human nature seems to think it must change the past or do some more human proving in order to be ready for mercy. 
And that may be the way human mercy works, but God's mercy works differently. It cleans us up because this mercy comes from the divine source that knows why we are lovable and whose very purpose is that we shine more fully in this moment so that we can show forth God, good, the spirit of truth and love. Anything that would hinder our receiving and giving of God's love needs to be cleared away. Divine mercy does that. God's all-knowing awareness of us gives us the better view and it helps us release the past and our own sense that we owned it, ruined it, we're ruined by it, and gives all power to God to love where it belongs. Drops the weight of yesterday and puts a new spring in our step. Children make mistakes, but they learn from them and let them then go and they run out into the playground and play. Mercy is tender enough to help us grow by letting go of being blameworthy adults and instead being children again, spiritual children who are always progressing and whose trials are simply learning opportunities. And one of the things we truly need to learn is to humbly receive mercy, forgiveness for ourselves, and by doing so also feel qualified and motivated to forgive, be merciful to one another can just stop despising or questioning our life and instead start loving it. Life is God. To love life is to love God. And when we do this, we begin to see life loving us back. I want to close with that verse I read earlier again. And this time it's from the Message Bible. And it includes the verse preceding it too, which helps illuminate our healing and our purpose. It's 1 John again, uh, chapter 3, verse 19 through 20. I'll close with it. My dear children, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. This is the only way we'll know we're living truly, living in God's reality. It's also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism, even when there is something to it. For God is greater than our worried hearts and knows more about us than we do ourselves. End of quote. If you have any questions or comments or want to talk more, don't hesitate to contact me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.